Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Queendom Podcast. I'm Queen Allie. I'm Queen Ashley, but you can call me Sleep. And I'm Queen Kay. You can call me Shook. And we are so happy to be back with you all this week. We've missed you. And we yes. have some a wonderful topics to talk about today that I, we're going to get into right away. So let's get into our first segment, which is Fix Your Crown. Yes. And for Fix Your Crown, we are going to talk about friendships. Yep. What that all entails, what friendships look like to each of us, boundaries, all of that. Um, and speaking of friends, being a Black woman, I feel like there's a shortage of true girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And like, why is that? I know why it is for me. Mm -hmm. For me personally, I've always been told that I have a very strong personality. Um, I've said it before, I am very free. Mm -hmm. I speak my mind. Um, I tell my friends what they need to hear. Not necessarily what they want to hear all the time, but that's just because it comes from a place of love. And a lot of people can't really take that. And honestly, a lot of ladies can be very catty. Mm -hmm. I don't like drama. I avoid it at any cost. Honestly, I feel like it's less stressful being friends with guys. Yeah. What do y'all think about something like that? Uh, for, for me, just my whole idea of friendships in general has really changed over the years, especially just becoming more mature and um, on my spiritual journey, I just try to understand humans for what they are. Um, as for bringing them into my circle or my energy, my spirit really has to agree with you for me to I don't know, because like I've said before, I don't even like titles. So even now in this uh, journey that I'm in, I don't, the word friend, best friend, all that, it really doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> what matters more to me is your energy with me, um, our reciprocity with each other, um, how you're helping me uh, grow, how I'm helping you grow. And if there is none of that, in the relationship or um there's no evolving and it's just like drainage or stagnation then this is nothing mm -hmm. like the word friend friends come and go like people come and go like what's okay. your energy what 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 is your energy that's that's what's mattered that's what matters to me so and i would say for me i do have more guy friends then I have girlfriends. And that's mainly because if I'm if I'm going to have a girlfriend, then that bond is really something special and something serious. And the reason why I stray away from having so many connections with women is because I do I make that deep bond with them. So when they do something to either be disloyal or cross me, it really hurts and it really affects me. So I don't want to keep going through that. Like I, I really get connected when I make a friendship with a, a woman more than when I make a friendship with a man. Because I, I, don't, I don't know how I do that. I just feel like, guys, you know, whatever. It's, it's light. That's mainly what it is with men. It's light. Our friendship is light. I don't got to put too much into it. They don't really have to put too much into me. They're really easy to deal with. 
That's because women, we're emotional creatures. It's exactly. an emotional, it's an emotional exchange and emotional bond. Whereas men, it's mental. That's why men, they like to talk to women and mm-hmm. women like to talk to men because it's a mental stimulation that's happening. Right. Um, yeah. With women, it's emotional. It's I feel your pain, my love. Right. It's, I get deep like that. It's super <laughs> vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And even for me, like growing up, I thought I had more male friends than women friends, but it just turned out that they all liked me in some way or wanted something from me. So even in thinking in the aspect of have I had more male friends or female friends, like. I don't want to say I, I don't, I've never had any friends because I do. I have genuine soul people. Yeah. And when I say soul, I don't mean soul as in soul property. I mean soul, S-O-U-L, soul beings mm-hmm. who are just connected to me in my life forever. I just feel that. Right. Whereas other people is just like, okay, you're here for this, for this reason, for this season. Um, I love you. We're going to do what we need to do right here. But I don't know, on a spiritual level, sometimes you can feel what the purpose of that person is. Right. Um, even, even as I'm older, like, I do have some guy friends now, but I don't even talk to them. It's just those guy friends that be hitting you up randomly, like, in the year, like, you're like, good. How you doing? Wait, what'd you say, sugar? I said, is it more so like a, hey, how you doing? Every once yeah. in a while. Like, you good, you need anything? All right, bet. Peace out. Yeah. See, that, that's what I'm saying. Male relationships. Those are good to have. Yeah. yeah. And, like, with my guy. These are very, I probably have two. Two genuine, male friends. Two genuine male friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I can't, I don't really want to say that they're friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's what it is. It's just super easy with guys like um, my male friend, my well, my male best friend. We don't need to talk every day mm-hmm. for me to feel like our relationship is special, or for him to feel like our relationship is special. We can go weeks and not talk, and then when we do talk, it's like nothing, like nothing happened. Yeah, no one's upset about it. No one's like, you don't talk to me. You're not there. Like no one feels that way. He just like. Hey, bro, let me tell you what crazy shit happened while you was out. I love those friendships. Yeah. Those are the most genuine and authentic friendships. It's like a subconscious mutual understanding of, all right, we're here on this earth to work. I catch you in the passing. I love you. I'm here for you when you need me. Right. Out. You don't got to mm-hmm. expect more. I don't expect more from you. You don't expect more from me. Like, yes. people just be right. building these quote unquote friendships, just going in with expectations, dog. And right. that's still so going thinking that it's a competition. That, I feel like that's why a lot of um, lady friendships. Yeah, you're not talk about it because of that that competition factor. Like, how am I really supposed to call you a friend or be friendly with you if I feel like you're competing with me? Yeah. And I've I've had to cut off quite a few people for that. And it's like, it's fine. You want to, you like something that I do and you might want to emulate it. That's cool because we should have something in common, but it shouldn't be to the point where 
okay, you see, I bought, I bought these shoes or I bought this dress. You go out and buy the same one or something similar to it, even though I know only I can rock it the way I want to rock it. I think that's more than competition. Like, that's like, that's like a lot, but I'm just it's, like, it's a lot. <laughs> it, it, it gets too much when you say, oh, I'm interested in this guy and da 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 and then you see them like flirting like that jokey jokey being extra touchy feely flirty mm. with this person who I just told you that I'm interested uh, in. Man. Like, that goes to girl code. language like that goes so having relationships with women like why is it so hard? Why? I don't know. I think it's because we've been taught that subconsciously. I wasn't taught anything. My mama did not sit me down and say a lot of women weren't taught so it's kind of but also like other things that we see we also are programmed with the things that yeah what you just said what we see the things that we see on tv what we watch and i'll speak for myself like honestly y'all know me i'm an animated person um just naturally in but I also think that animation comes from how I was programmed as a as a child. Like mm. I was always watching Disney stuff and like uh, cartoons that just had fake. It was just fucking fake. And I took that because I didn't have the actual teachings around me. I took that and I based that on my actual reality. Like this mm. is what these relationships are. This is how you're supposed to be a friend. This is what romance is, stuff like that. So Disney taught you. Girl, Disney taught me. <laughs> Disney taught you. Nah, that's funny, but nah, dead ass. Um, I can say that Disney did teach me, but of course experiences along the line. Mm-hmm. Not saying that what Disney taught me was correct or true. Um, it just made the foundation of what I wanted to appear real in my own reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took that and I put that in my experience. Like when you meet somebody who has something in common with you, you're just, you're supposed to be best friends. You're just supposed to do things together and just be happy and da 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 da. Like I've always just wanted friendships like that, girlfriends to come over and spend the night and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But in reality, when that shit happened or when I tried to do that stuff, it always backfired in my face or like I was the one feeling uncomfortable mm-hmm. or I unintentionally made someone else feel some type of way. And that just made me hard in my heart. Like, because I realized that shit's not real. Right. And I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do in this actual reality of mine. So it was just easier for me to just be like, eh, I don't got friends. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> And I understand how that would hurt some people who are genuinely there for you and who may thrive off of that title bond. Yeah. But like I said, more so for me, I don't care about the title. I don't care about calling my friend, my sister, my best friend. It's how you treat me. It's how you love me. It's how you understand me, understand me. Cause you can understand me on a surface level, but if I'm spitting game to you or I'm spitting, um, something to you and you're not understanding me on a spiritual level then you don't understand me right that's how i feel at this point in my life so i really 
right now, especially with these planets going back direct after being retrograde for all your, all of those who are listening who understand what any of that means. I've really had some eye-opening experiences um, just in my relationships with people. And um, I'm just thriving now off of energy. Mm-hmm. Energy. I don't care about your title. I don't care about how long I've known you. I don't care about what I told you, what you think you know about me, what someone else told you. I don't care about how you feel when I'm in your presence. What I care about is how I genuinely do treat you and how you genuinely mm-hmm. do treat me. Because right. at the end of the day, that's what boils down to what a real friendship relationship means to me exactly yeah. and then for me if i'm friends with you, oh sorry if i'm friends with you especially um a female friend so because i get so deeply involved with my friendships because mm. you know women are vulnerable and things like that like you said talk about it yeah yeah so I hold those people up to a certain standard. I hold those people up to a certain caliber because I'm so that, good. Yes, yes, I'm that <laughs> invested in, like I get invested in my friendships. Like mm-hmm. I'm serious. Like if I'm your friend, I'm I your no, friend. I feel that so deeply. Yeah. Like I am your legit friend. So if any of my friends out there, if you consider me as a friend and I consider you as a friend, I'm deeply invested in that fucking friendship. So when some shit goes down or where I feel like you're not as invested or you're not treating me at the standard that I put you at. That mm-hmm. shit fucking hurts, bruh. Yeah. Talk about it. I be trying to be thug about it, but like that shit hurts. <laughs> no, it does. It does, yeah, but I feel so like deep. Oh, go ahead, sugar. Oh no, I'll just say it cuts so deep. And you know what? You spoke on something that I was gonna touch on. Um if I call you my friend, I need to be vulnerable with you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one thing to be always perceived as the strong one or a yeah. strong black woman, but we hurt. We hurt too. Mm-hmm. There are things mm-hmm. that, that hurt us so deeply that we need somebody to release it to. Not release right. it, but... Um, yeah, release it. With. Like, I like want you to carry my soul for me. On them, but, yeah, like, we need to get it out of our system. Right. Um, and I, I feel like that. that's something that a lot of Black women go through that nobody really talks about. Mm-hmm. And then also, within friendships, a lot of times, we some, at least for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but depending on the situation, I sometimes have to bite my tongue or I decide because I don't have to I decide to bite my <laughs> tongue and in <laughs> intolerable situations just mm-hmm. for the sake of keeping peace because I know that my friend might be going through something right. and I'm their release who am I to shut that down for them and and they do the same thing for me if if I'm saying something or if I'm about to make a decision about something they may not agree with they'll bite their tongue Mm-hmm. even though it might be pressing on me like oh say something say something they're just letting me work out what I'm going through with them that's extremely important and then also for if I consider you a friend yes I am deeply invested yeah. in in our relationship and I need you to pour into me like I will pour into you right yes we don't get that a lot yes um I was going to say along the lines of that for me because I 
grew up in a fantasy world in my mind. I was already naturally being vulnerable and open, but not using discernment to know which people I can be vulnerable and open with. Mm -hmm. And then it came to a part where I did harden myself and now I'm not being vulnerable and open for, to no one for anything. And it's now being required out of me. And now that makes me feel uncomfortable because now I feel forced, like, no, this is also still not genuine. Mm -hmm. I've come to the point where I'm comfortable with vulnerability, whether we're friends or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Because vulnerability is me in my most authentic form. Now, when it comes to being vulnerable in actual friendships, Mm -hmm. I have had times where people have said they was my friends, like ride or die for real, how we talking? And I'm vulnerable with them. And that shit still has been thrown back in my face. So it's just, I've, I've always just felt conflicted with that. Yeah. Because I was just having this conversation with one of my friends that you can have different types of people in your life, different types of quote unquote friends. Some friends you can be vulnerable this way with. Some friends you can share this with but you know you can't share that with this friend and that's just where i'm at with my life because no i don't hold all my friends to the same standard just because i call you a friend because all y'all not the same all y'all are not going to treat me the same love me the same value me the same or understand me the same and neither am i for you Mm -hmm. um do i have certain rules and girl codes for my personal life for friends yeah but um they're not the standards of society so what are your girl code standards? Um, the most important girl code for me, mm-hmm. or I'll get, let me see if I can get three. Cause I don't like rules. I don't like none of that stuff. I want people to be who they are. And I want to be able to feel like I can be who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it comes to mistakes, right? Cause as humans, we're really supposed to just learn together and not so much use our challenges against each other. Mm-hmm. But reciprocity is definitely big for me. Like, Shug, what you just said, how I'm, if I pour into you, I expect you to pour into me. And honestly, I expect that in the same way. So if I'm pouring spiritually into you and I'm giving you all this energy and intellect and knowledge, I expect on my worst day when I'm feeling low frequency that you pour into me what I pour into you. Right. Um, definitely reciprocity energy. Um, when it comes to being vulnerable, right? Because sometimes we have these moments where we all may have the same group of friends, right? But we're not as close to another friend as our other friend is. Right. So me being vulnerable with you in this private space does not mean that you can take my vulnerability out of this just because we have mutual agreeance in something in another relationship. Exactly. That's that's another rule that... I don't care. I don't care that that's your friend, but just because that's your friend, what I told to you was in this space, was in our relationship, was in our friendship. And now you just ruined that by doing what you, what you just did. Mm -hmm. And honestly, those are my biggest two. Those ears, you would have told those ears as well. Yeah, exactly. Sugar. But honestly, those are my biggest two. I really don't care about none of that stuff. I don't care about, um, dating other men. I don't, Honestly, I used to think like that. And I will say I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I've dated or messed around with some, someone I called my friend. 
I messed around with their person and I have someone do that to me. Um, it doesn't feel good on both sides. It's also a lesson learned, but when it comes to relationships and just like who people are just meant to be with or, you know, love, cause love can be tricky. I, I'm not going to tell somebody you can't like this person. You can't do this, this, that, and a third to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, for me, I wouldn't do that to my friends just because I know their standards and <laughs> their rules. So it's not more so of a me thing. It's just me respecting them and their boundaries. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's like, as far as the whole dating a friend or blah, 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 it, it really depends. If, yeah. if y'all wouldn't really, if y'all were not, if y'all were not committed, why couldn't I get my words together? I don't know. But um, if there was no commitment, if y'all weren't serious, if it was literally like a, oh, we went out on a couple dates here or there. Yeah. If you want to take me out on a date, sure. I can eat. I can go watch a movie. I like to have a good time. <laughs> going out on a date doesn't always have to be romantic or That's going true. towards the yeah. path of a romantic relationship. And I feel like if I just went on a couple of days with this dude or whatever, trust and believe. In my, listen, in my college days, there was a whole lineup. Each one had their purpose. Period. <laughs> Tell the story. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, I've lived that life too. Listen, that's like, a boundary it's for their game at that point but actually that's okay for it to be a boundary for you because yeah. it's understandable yeah but at the same time it's like it for example one of my um one of my exes we were together for um, for a good while mm-hmm. um who knows I, I stopped counting whatever but um we were together for a good while and we lived together talk about marriage, all that good stuff, whatever. I surely would feel some type of way and it would be a problem if one of my close girlfriends started dating him shortly after we broke up because then I would look at her and him like what the Which I was doing this whole time. Plot. Mm-hmm. Now that situation that situation we don't speak to this day. <laughs> We don't yeah, see I really, it really truly depends on the situation right. and the circumstance of whatever said mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah, I Girl, I had to switch pillows. Like, <laughs> I, pillows. <laughs> I think communication is, will be a big too. Because I was in a situation a couple of times where it wasn't that anyone dated that person. It's just we both liked that person. Yeah. Um, mm. So, and I think when that situation happens, I'm not the type of okay. Well, no one dates them. Like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so it's just it out. right. It's just <laughs> communication. Like, so when I was in this situation with one guy, me and my friend both liked him. You know, we were just all chilling because we were we were friends. We were all friends. You know, so no one was dating him. We were just all friends. So we were just chill and stuff. Um, and I noticed when we were chilling. You know, he was gravitating more towards me. He was being a little more flirty towards me. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more touchy-feely towards me. So I was like, all right. So now that I'm seeing you picking up the vibe that I'm getting, let me now talk to my friend and see what's going on there. Because at first I was telling the guy, no, you know, my friend likes you too. So 
I don't want to do that with you and everything. And he even brought up to me, he said, well, how is that fair to me? I don't like her. I like you, but I, I can't even explore that with you because of her. And that, that made me think, I'm like, that's not fair to the guy. It's really not, you know. It's well, not I got him of this, you know. Black men got feelings, too. Black okay. men got feelings, too. Why deny him of this greatness? You know, that's not his fault. So, <laughs> right. But I did tell him, I was like, well, we're both friends with this person, so let's go about this in a respectful way. Let's yeah. tell her what it is, you know, and hopefully she's receptive of it and that she's just like all right cool because it wasn't like anyone no one dated him no one had claimed so you know we spoke to her about it both of us spoke to her about it like we kind of feeling each other you know and this is what it is so she was just like okay that's fine you know um we both spoke to her separately we didn't like come at her together (laughs) that would have been overwhelming (laughs) yeah that would have been very overwhelming that's so I spoke to her in our space as a friendship, and he spoke mm-hmm. to her in his space with their friendship. Good, yeah. Me and my um, old best friend from middle school, we used to arm wrestle. Arm wrestle with guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Like who gets this guy? <laughs> That's but, how we decided. Yeah, how but then, like, you do it? Wouldn't want either of us. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, just come in. I'm open. I'm when I'm in that situation, I just feel like open communication because then I don't look sneaky. Because mm-hmm. I hate a sneaky friend. I hate a sneaky friend, bro. So. No, the the word sneaky and friend don't go together for me. No, it don't. It doesn't, it doesn't go together for That's me. That's the quickest way for me to be like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. If you're, if you're being sneaky, if you're being a snake, if I'm finding shit out about you from other people, what? No. Listen, that's a surefire way to get cut. And speaking of that, so what about, say, um, because we're all adults, so I don't know if you guys have a problem if a friend is a friend to someone you don't like. I don't have a problem with it. I don't, that has nothing to do with me. Oh, wait, what was the, what was friend? So if your friend friend is friends with someone that you don't like. Right. I used to be immature. I used to be immature and be like, "Bitch, if I don't like that bitch, you better not like like that that bitch." If that bitch don't like me, then if I'm your friend, then you should not like that bitch. I don't don't care about stuff like that. That don't have nothing to do with me. I was about to say, now I don't care for it. The only thing I require in that situation, you could be friends with that person, but don't let that person bash me in front of you. Yeah. If you're my friend and they're talking shit about me. You should not be engaging in it. Okay. You don't got to completely roll out, you know, defend me Agreed. and cuss them out, but tell them, I'm not, I'm not going to engage in that conversation with you about mm-hmm. her. Cause that's my friend. I get y'all have y'all beef, but that's my friend. So I'm yeah. just not going to engage in that conversation. Right. And then that- also don't tell me their business. Cause if you're telling me all their business, I'm pretty sure you're telling my business to mm-hmm. them. Say it again for the queens in the back, sugar. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I've dealt with some people. I've dealt with some shiesty people before. Right. Facts. I think we all have. And yeah. honestly, it's all just growing pains and lessons. Um, I was going to talk about because Ashley said communication, and communication is so important. And I think that when we just start these friendships or have these friendships, we do go into them with our own expectations. And it's like, 
why don't we just genuinely have a conversation before we say that we're friends? Right. I don't see the like, date your like, friend. Seriously, like, we, we need to be dating. Yes, date your friend before date you your friend. be, be Get us. friends. We need to be dating. What you like, what you don't like. What are your boundaries in a friendship? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I tell you something, you're going to go tell somebody else? Right, I feel like we don't do that. Date no, we friend, need to yeah. date our friends because I feel like the most important relationship in the world is friendship. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Re- marriage, uh, whatever, engagement, y'all friends first. And, you're, and you can have, your friendship can be, like your friend can be your soulmate too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes, Shalee. They don't gotta be that a so romantic true. relationship. So date your friend. Date your mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Date your friends and establish those boundaries before y'all just before we because you know this is a collective thing before we just go around saying that's my friend that's my bestie that's my because clearly these words they they hold some weight they hold a lot of weight Mm -hmm. they do to me those words don't mean shit to me anymore (laughs) that's just me i'm i'm being completely honest i'm being completely honest um nowadays if i if i really fuck with you on a spiritual level you're my tribe you my soul tribe Mm-hmm. you my soul sis like you my sis we're here we're here but right. the titles and stuff i care less for bro it don't mean nothing to me it don't um mm-hmm. just just your energy i feel that your authentic energy bro is, yeah. is what's important to me your reciprocity mm-hmm. and you care. respecting my brown my boundaries right and so with that being said don't be no fake friend. Don't be no fake friend. Don't be no seeky friend. <laughs> know your boundaries. Those words do not go together. <laughs> right. But Ali. <laughs> don't be sneaky. Don't be fake. But wait. <laughs> so what's sneaky and what's fake? Because maybe our queens, you know, things are all about perception these days, right? Yeah. It is. We living in the age of Pisces. I just watched my friend. She's not my real friend in real life because she doesn't know me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think she's my friend. Her name is, is Navi Brown, and she's an astrologist. She's I love her. She's also an actress on Sisters. I love her. Yeah, she's a, she's an astrologist, bro. Oh, wow. She's, um, yes. She shared this video with another um, beautiful woman named Astro Dees talking about how we're not in the um, age of Aquarius yet, but we're in the age of Pisces, mm-hmm. and how everything is just illusions, perceptions, some things are just coming to light that we just never thought would be reality and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So perception is a big, important thing because people can take certain situations and be like, well, just how we just said, well, it depends mm-hmm. on this. To remind our queens what <laughs> being a sneaky and or fake friend may look like. What are some examples can we give and what are some examples that we can tell them to take to not be that way? I don't spread other people's business. Yeah, don't spread my business. Period. Don't if you wouldn't do it in front of me, don't do it. If you're Definitely. doing something and you know if I find out it's gonna hurt me or it's gonna piss me off, you're being sneaky. Damn, this sounds like a relationship. Oh, it is a relationship. Yes. Nah, for real though. For and real. And do not, <laughs> do not mess with my man like i promise you <laughs> i'll cut you like don't do you, you mess with my like, man <laughs> i'm gonna be the one to get to you got my <laughs> girls look we all right here and we all have men period yeah. don't that's not a territory 
Like I switch real fast. Like <laughs> hold on, Shug just got Shug is pissed. Someone, we. Sugar, no. don't you dare talk about sugar's booger, okay? Listen, but. listen. If you don't want to see this fire come out, don't play in that territory. No. Yo, I swear. Those are great boundaries, Shlee. Shug, what was you gonna say? Oh yeah, pretty much along the same lines. But yeah, the don't mess with my man. Like, do you want to die? I, I know how to shoot very well. I will murder you. Like, I will murder you. <laughs> like. Yes. I'm not gonna say what I would do on live air. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying, I know how to jump very well. So, and I will go to the police station. My mugshot would be like, <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> don't fucking talk. No, no, not the place you want to go. She had it coming. She mm. had it coming. <laughs> yes. It but for real though, for real. black tango, okay? hmm yes. No, we're just for jail. We can't do that. Honestly, in <laughs> Black Kings, know your boundaries too with, with y'all friendships, with um, the opposite sex. Because that's important too, especially when you have a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That can get a little tricky within yeah. itself. Yeah, but we don't got yeah, to that's, 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 that's for another that. segment. Yeah, that's another segment. Mm. Well, listen, I can speak on that one, you know, from my point of view and my uh, my guy best friend's point of view as well. Because when he was married, that was a whole situation. But you know, that's a whole different episode. We're gonna, yeah, we gonna episode. keep it moving. Yeah, stay tuned, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, y'all, we are getting ready for the what the fuck segment. No, we're keeping it light and easy today. So our what the fuck segment is basically going to be about this Ashanti and this Keisha Cole versus <laughs> that, what the, fuck? the versus that never was. The versus that never happened. <laughs> um, so for all y'all who know, I say y'all's, all y'all who know, Ashanti is coming out. <laughs> it is. Y'all. <laughs> Ashanti got COVID, y'all. Prayers, nah, seriously though, if she really has COVID, prayers to her. Hope she gets better. But this versus trend has mm-hmm. just been popping yeah, over the years. not the right day. time for her to get COVID. I mean, but she's been traveling. Like, what she expect happen? Oh, God. I wanted this so bad. I genuinely just wonder, like, if she's faking... <laughs> I don't want to say that, that people are faking because that just sounds so bad. But it's my girl. Celebrities be this for for views and and for shit like that. So I watched her video on her Instagram and it's still up there if y'all want to go see where she was talking. I didn't watch the whole thing because as soon as I saw saw the clip, I was just like, eh, I don't care about it no more. <laughs> but she was talking and she was talking about how she's just so disappointed. Um, and then she was like, <laughs> <laughs> the little fake call. Really? Y'all stop motherfucking playing with us, Ashanti and Keisha Cole, but nah, dead ass, Team Ashanti. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm Team Keisha. I'm sorry, Team Keisha. Why? Because a bitch been foolish, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Have y'all but heard, why do you um, Keisha? Have y'all heard Keisha Cole's song, um, Incapable? I don't really care for her voice. Like, is it this. new Keisha or old Keisha? Because I really well, only love Keisha for her first two albums. 
No, it's new Keisha, but listen to I promise y'all guys, just just give it a chance. Listen to that song. Okay. And put yourself in a mindset like you just broke up. Keisha Cole makes songs for the for the bitch that just got broken up with or just broke up with somebody. So put yourself in that mindset. Always flat? I mean, they both kind of do. Wait. Girl. I mean, Keisha. I'm Keisha Cole is good. Like, I mean, she not a Nah, Keisha did have some hits though, too. But I don't think Ashanti does all of that. Like, I, I just I don't think Ashanti's that good of a performer or a Ashanti is is very well rounded, if you ask me, as yeah. an artist. She sang Broadway music um Broadway musical. She did a whole whiz with the Muppets. She can sing classical music. Um, very well, actually. I never liked the songs like her. But I just, I'm just Team Ashanti because that's all my mama bumped when I was younger. <laughs> like, and I just, I want to be like those girls. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. now, I, okay, I, don't, I don't know. Ashanti was just, Ashanti is just a real ass bitch to me. Like, you don't think Keisha is? Keisha is a real bitch too. I, Bitch. They both do, but Ashanti just do it for me differently. Yeah, Keisha Cole was on. What was she on? Love Especially all her features with Ja Rule. Like they just—they they were work husband. That was her work husband. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it. it. I loved yeah. it though. And when I they did, like what's that video? I feel Let's like Ashanti's only good on a hook. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I gotta disagree. She can she can sell a hook. Like she needs jaw rule. I'm sorry. She needs jaw rule. Ashanti do not need jaw rule. Hook on a jaw rule. She can hit notes. Can Keisha do the same? Sometimes. I, look, I feel like <laughs> Keisha's voice is an acquired taste. I feel like Keisha Cole can sing. You don't think she can sing? I'll say she's improved. Y'all she's are- improved, but the hope. She was That's a bop. Shook, sit here, look me in my face right now, and tell me you was not blasting that song when it came out. I didn't say that, but she was. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I, I was blasting her whole first two albums. Yeah, yes. but after that, she lost me. Y'all tripping? Maybe she needs the the red hair with the chunky blonde highlights again. No, I, I like new Keisha. I don't like short hair, Keisha. No. I love her haircut. When she got short hair recently, to be fair, y'all, I haven't, I don't know what she looks like currently. No, she has like black hair, like long black, like I'm sure, I'm sure it's weave, but <laughs> not to be problematic, but I'm, I'm sure it's weave. No, nah, I feel you. Yeah. But um, yeah, y'all. Yeah, so that was our, that's our what, what the fuck because what are y'all thoughts first of all on these verses like. I'm enjoying them. I feel like the best one to date, um, well, aside from the one with Teddy Riley and Babyface, that was just pure comedy at first. <laughs> like, Battle of the Old Head, like, is that your sound system? What's that noise? Listen, I feel like they were just trying to relive the old days, but I don't think that was cute, but I feel like my favorite one was Brandy versus Monica. The tension was so real. Yeah, you know the one that that really disappointed me, and I wanted it to be better. What? Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Mm. They did one. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I haven't seen any verses. Yeah. I just I just look at everybody's reactions and like oh, and watch all the memes. Girl, there was a bunch. There was a Patty Labelle and what Gladys Knight. 
I mean, yeah, I, I hear about true. them, mm-hmm. but I just, I guess I miss them when they come on because I also don't follow Versus. Yeah. Actual page on Instagram. I mean, you can watch the Joe's Cry Erica Badu. It just wasn't what I wanted it to be. I don't know. I'd be wanting to see, like, them really going at it. I just feel like it was a lot of, you're beautiful. Like, that's good, but, like, I need some excitement. Like, really, like, you wanted it to be problematic. Let's get into it. I wanted some friendly competition. It wasn't even friendly competition. It just seemed like two girls just playing their songs. Like, yeah, songs a hit because it's Joe Scott and Erica Badu. Thank you. I was still, I was still bumping, but like, no friendly competition. No little shade. So, no, I don't agree with that. With the shade every once in a blue moon, like for entertainment purposes. Like, I yeah, was, I mean, like, it has to be cute shade, not like I, I really don't like you shade. Yeah, like cute shade. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess I guess I want it to be different terms for stuff like that because when I just hear those words, it just takes me back to a negative place, and it's just like. Aren't we trying to be better from that? Aren't we really trying to grow from that? You know? Yeah, but I want to be interested. Personally, because I I have to think one way or the other, or I get conflicted, or, you know, you know what I mean? So I'm working on that. But sometimes you want to watch drama, you know? Like, that's why we watch reality TV shows. I don't. You don't? Sometimes I just want to laugh at someone else's drama. I don't want to be in it. It's not my Listen, I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta because I have no drama in my life, which I'm (laughs) thankful for. So I want to watch it on TV. Yeah, I miss Bad Girls Club. That shit was just hella drama. I know. I used to watch Bad Girls Club. I did used to watch Bad Girls Club. It's funny. It's entertaining. I just, I'm at a different place where I just feel like the energy that I watch or stuff like that is what's going to happen in my life. So I just be like, I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to be around it. I don't want to hear it. Like, even like even it. when it comes to stuff like the news, like, my honey, yeah. he'll, he'll just be scrolling, and he'll just keep watching videos of police brutality and shit that's happening. Yeah, I don't watch those. He'll be like, babe, look at this, and I'll be like, I don't want to fucking watch that shit. Like, no. I can't look but at that. That's, that's, that's how it is with drama yeah. and stuff Very like that. True. Like, I just feel like me looking at that, like, Allowing it into my space is just opening weird shit, weird karmic energies. I don't fucking know, but yeah, I don't that's just it. my weird way of thinking, y'all. That's my personal way of thinking. And I, I used to, I didn't watch Love and Hip Hop like that. The only reality show that I will truly say that I watched and enjoyed was Bad Girls Club. Because that, that was crazy. Welcome to the back. But I also oh I look forward to the reunion because I wanted to see how everybody grew. That's the only reason why I really wanted to watch that stuff because I want to see, like, is this stuff really working? Like, these people going on this show like this and they're supposed to change? Do they? A lot of times they don't. And they don't. <laughs> and so I stopped watching it. Like, because it's no, it's, it's just. And then I start feeling bad for the people that it's who are on TV and all this reality stuff because sometimes it don't even really be their real life. It'd be the shit that the producers gotta write in to make it more. Yeah. And it's just like they're fucking up their life for money, and I don't, I don't want that energy either. Go into that. So no, but it can definitely be transferred through what you watch. Yeah. Like that's why I don't watch spirit movies. Like, mm-hmm. these movies, like, that's fair and coming up in my house. 
Like that sounds real Southern, real Caribbean. Grew up around it. But yeah, no, this spirits ain't coming up through my head. No, I feel you. And I want to watch that stuff because not that I want the spirits to come into my house, but I just be watching that stuff so I can just find a deeper understanding. Like I'll be, I'll be watching it to study it. That's what I do nowadays. I watch things to see what information or what gems or knowledge I can get from it. And it could be anything from goddamn cartoons to horror movies. To I love me a good horror movie. I love me a good horror movie, movie though. Because I feel like he's my protector. So if I fall asleep, then he can fight the demons for me. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that completely. But nah, for real. So uh, Keisha and Ashanti, do Get better. verses together. Do better, queens. And this is from the Queendom podcast. <laughs> Keisha, don't we let me down. Don't let me down. down. Don't let me down, Keisha. <laughs> we are rooting for you. Ashanti, yeah. stop acting foolish, okay? Wear a mask, baby girl. Get your right, hands do it personally. Come on we now. We wish you well, my love. We send you send you positive vibes for your health, and um, hopefully in fourteen days y'all can do this versus do this versus. Hopefully. So let's get into our boss babes. Hey. So I want to shout out my lovely little sister. Ooh. So her name is Javon and she is a makeup artist and she also has her own lash brand. Y'all. So she is, and let me not get her age right or she won't be pissed. <laughs> she is 19. Yeah. Come on, baby. She's yeah. 19, but gosh, she is so freaking talented. So she's a licensed makeup artist. She went to makeup school, all of that. Um, she did my makeup for my baby shower. Ooh. You did you did slay. Lovely. You were slaying. Freaking beat. She is so talented. So you can um book her. Her website is indialuxmakeup.com and that's spelled the letter N D I A L U X E E makeup.com and her Instagram is India Lux, spelled the same way, capital N D I A Lux L U X E E. So really get into her. She's a professional. Like for her to be so young, don't don't let her age go against her. Like don't think, oh no, I need an experience. I need a, I need my makeup artist to be in the game for like twenty years. You wouldn't you wouldn't know. She is it. professional. She is sanitary especially in this um coronavirus situation she wear her mask beat your face all of that um she was just great she's amazing oh, yes. come on buddy. Out. go um, check out javon y'all check out javon i'm serious like yeah i might have to buy some lashes and then figure out how to put them on later <laughs> she, she, can do it. She, too. she taught me how to do my lashes like Really? Yeah, yes. This girl be on it. Like she knows her shit. She knows what she's talking about. Like she does really good. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. y'all. Look out for Javon. Yes. Javon. <laughs> Come on, sis. We're speaking <laughs> miracles into your life. Okay. Exactly. Um, so I want to shout out my soul sis. Y'all already know. Uh oh my gosh. I'm just 
I love being surrounded by beautiful people and just how we were talking about friendships. Just uh, authenticity goes a long way with me. But my soul sis, Shannon, um, her Instagram is Shan. She is a spiritual life coach, y'all. And she is y'all's neighborhood clairvoyant. Okay, she does readings. She does tarot readings, oracle readings. Um, also, if you want more information on your um, astrology chart or it's called your natal chart, your birth chart. It goes by many names. She is also your go-to girl for that. Y'all, she's amazing. She is always on point. She communes with spirit on a daily. She does daily lives um, for your signs, for your week, um, for whatever's going on in the cosmos. And y'all, she's dope. She's so sweet and loving. Um, she is a reader who is in Baltimore, who I recommend. Okay. And I don't recommend a lot of spiritual people because people be playing with that stuff and there ain't nothing to play with. Um, but if you are really looking for spiritual guidance, I do recommend her. Um, once again, her Instagram is tribe healer, Shan, and it's spelled how it sounds tribe T R I B E healer H E A L E R in Shan S H A N. That's it. Well, at my girl. Yes. <laughs> and I want to shout out my friend. Well, he's not a boss babe. He's a boss bro. His <laughs> boss bro. Boss yeah. bro. <laughs> yes, his wife is a babe, but I will not refer to him as that. Um, my <laughs> friend Tristan Morris. Let's get my little handy dandy notebook. Yes. Yes, his notebook though. I'm here for it. Yes. Thank you. His business is, let's see here, Morris Media Solutions. You can find him on Instagram at mm for Morris Media Solutions with an S A Z as in Victor, mm Solutions A V, yeah. and you can hit him up for all of your broadcasting and media solution needs. Um, he's a multimedia technician. Uh, you can book him for all of your audiovisual needs, anywhere from troubleshooting, configuring, as well as installations. Check out his IG page. His work speaks for itself. Hmm. Like, awesome. He's all about quality. He's not about to do a rush job just to say, okay, cool, whatever. Let me get to this next appointment. No, he's going to make sure that you're taken care of because if not, that's going to speak poorly on his brand. And he has a new baby on the way, so he has an extra mouth to feed. So he's all about so book the, calls, the quality, the coin, yeah. get into it. Listen, support our Black fathers out here. Yes. Amen. Oh, they're so important. They're, 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 they're wonderful people. I yeah. love it. Shout out to all our boss babes and our boss. Y'all yeah. go back to these other episodes and make sure that you're following all these beautiful Black business owners. That are in Baltimore. Y'all, we have so many MPG. around yeah. the MPG. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't forget our PG uh, queens and kings, okay? Y'all, yeah. seriously, we have so many talented, uh, knowledgeable, resourceful people around us that we probably pass by on a daily basis and yeah. we would never know. So make sure y'all get into these bosses. Yeah, I love that. Some money in their pocket, recycle that black dollar. Okay, huh. listen, yes, 
But let's go ahead and get into our last segment of the night, y'all. Naked, your favorite. We about to get naked. <laughs> 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 yeah, I put on my, my brown shirt so I can, you know, simulate the nakedness. I yeah. love it. I'm a good. So with today's <laughs> naked energy segment, we're going to be talking about all things self-love, um, loving your physical body, I'm through maternity. Mentally, loving yourself spiritually. What you do for self-love. What men look like for you? Men? No, I said man. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> men is not self-love for me, okay? <laughs> I got one man. You can show me some self-love. I'm just saying. nah man I was about to say self love uh, is so important I'm actually just now grasping Mm. the concept of of actual self love and feeling it for myself Mm -hmm. Um, I really grew up insecure honestly and it never showed on the outside like when people look at me they would never think that I'm insecure about anything but I was insecure about a lot and there are some things to this day that I am still insecure about that I don't talk about out loud, but mm-hmm. y'all, self-love is so important. Um, I feel like, I mean, it is a taboo saying, but, you know, if you can't love yourself, then who the hell else can you love? Yeah. But that's so true. It, it is true. Yeah. But if you... Mm, if you can't rawly love yourself with all your flaws and if you just only love yourself for the good things and yo, you don't love yourself. Right. And, if, and if that's the only reason you love yourself, then if another person comes in your path, say a friend mm-hmm. or a, a romantic partner, you're only just going to love those good things about them and hate the bad things about them. Mm-hmm. Um, Backtracking to a previous episode, when we were discussing shadow work, you read this, my mind. This is like a primary reason why shadow work is so important. Mm-hmm. Because sure, anybody can love the good sides of them, the good parts of them, and others. But what about those those repressed or suppressed things that you don't talk about or you've blocked out? Like you still gotta love the the not so quote-unquote lovable parts of yourself to be able to completely love yourself and practice self-love every rose has its thorns man that's fact Mm -hmm. and honestly with self-love it definitely starts with the inner first um you can be a beautiful person whatever beauty is in the eye of the beholder you can be a beautiful person on the outside but if you're inside don't show that or if your inside doesn't feel like that, it's not gonna reflect on the outside. Right. And I also just read that if you're feeling, you know, negative emotions can um, affect your DNA. What? Negative emotions can affect your DNA. Negative emotions, thoughts can affect your your bodily health or how you are really looking on the outside. Yeah. Bro. That's so, so like, seriously, it, mm, I don't. <laughs> Our mind is so fucking powerful, y'all. Man, what? For real. So when, when we're sitting here thinking negative things about ourselves or 
finding things that we hate about ourselves, when we look at ourselves in the mirror, that's just going to be so much easier to pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's going to be so much easier to find something else that you don't like about yourself, that you don't love about yourself. Right. Because the more you speak it, it's manifesting. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself you're the baddest. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I have to say that every day is a good day because even for me, I have my days where I'm not completely feeling myself. Yeah. But I recognize when something is off. So I become intentional with getting myself back on track. How do you like, get yourself back on track? Um, it, it really depends on the situation. Um, I personally don't care for, care completely um, for how I look right now. I feel like there's, there's a little bit more of me than I like to be <laughs> right now. And I know that I've been indulging in, um, in things that I really shouldn't have been indulging in. Fast food, snacks, blah, blah, blah not really keeping up with my workout so a detox mm-hmm. um and like just surrounding myself with things that that make me feel more womanly like I'll purposely surround myself with orange things like I'll wear the color orange I'll um I'll I'll eat orange foods or I'll Come drink sacral chakra work right yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but you know, that's, that's it. Yes. I just watched a video about the chakras. I'm so here. Yeah. I watched that so that I could keep up with you with this orange because I'm sure some people <laughs> are like, is that our favorite color? Like, no, on, so. leopard, leopard is my favorite color. <laughs> Come on, leopard being a color. But orange is yeah. the color that correlates with the sacral chakra. Yes, y'all. Yes, it is. That's your femininity. Mm-hmm. That's your creative wow. chakra. That's your creativity. Your your you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's your birthing, your yes. birthing canal. Mm-hmm. Or I guess for men, it's yes. Come on, but oh, I yes. got this it's, it's area where where creation, where creative energy is born, whether it's ha- having a baby or making a painting or your businesses, your visionary, all that is from your, your, uh, right. I love these chakra candles too. And the sacral chakra candle, creativity and confidence. Yes, yes. I keep yes. this in my, um, my workspace, like as a, cause you know, I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. So creativity and confidence is big to have as a teacher. Like Absolutely. that is facts. Them little kids. They can pinpoint when you're not confident, and they will definitely they will devour attack. you whole. Kids <laughs> are so honest. They're so they honest. they're so honest, and it's like pure honesty. Like you can't even be mad at them. It's honesty. <laughs> it's curiosity. Like, but let me not get off topic because I can talk about my kids. I love my class, but let me but not. Honestly, self love goes into having a child like mine. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the reason we are so hard on ourselves and the reason why we find faults in ourselves is because we trying to think about what's wrong with us and think mm-hmm. uh, how how society wants us to think. Yeah, what uh, flaws are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I'm struggling with my with how I look right now. Um, and Shli, you asked me um, last week, like, how do I feel? Um, when I change weight because like between last year and this year, my weight has been up and down because I changed how I eat. Uh, this year I've been fasting literally, I think I've been fasting all year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I've lost a little weight and I don't, I love it because I feel my body loves it. Mm-hmm. My spirit loves it because I feel more, you know, youthful and energetic and I'm lighter on my feet and my thighs aren't so heavy when I walk or when I dance. But when I look in the mirror or when I try on a cute dress or something and I'm not, I don't fill it out as I would have. And that may have used to be like, that may have been like my top compliment or something. Mm-hmm. I feel that. And not saying that that's the type of energy that I want or that I need, but that was something that I loved about myself. Like, yes, Allie, voluptuous. And it wasn't, it was just right for me. So mm-hmm. now I have to get used to this new healthy body because even back then when I was that way and I was just having this conversation with another one of my soul sisters who was talking about you know how our bodies just go through changes especially when we're detoxing because um if y'all don't know if y'all follow me y'all know I'm doing this seven day detox and I've already lost like five pounds from going number two practically a lot every day going number two (laughs) <laughs> Taking a shit, y'all. Okay. Shit. <laughs> Queen's poop too. <laughs> Listen, Queen's poop too. Okay. That's the title. It's that royal <laughs> shit. <laughs> Queen's poop too. <laughs> but seriously, like I have, I'm getting used to, you know, just. It's been a while since I've been this small. When I was in, when I was in high school, I weighed 115. My life was magic. I can flip and spin, twirl, pirouette perfectly, do do all this extra stuff. Um, then my first semester of college, I didn't gain freshman 15. I gained like freshman 30 because we had a buffet. <laughs> and like I, I just had the voucher where I could just eat however much I wanted at whatever buffet. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like meals was just coming in. And I'm an emotional eater, y'all. So literally my weight depends on how I'm feeling and these days I've been coming to terms with balance in my life Mm -hmm. and like understanding what that means for me with body positivity and just being healthy overall and even at the beginning of the year I made some TikTok videos and I was chunky I was a little bloated and I'm looking at them now and I'm like oh shit like you weren't healthy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like and I'm not, you thought she was fine, but you wasn't healthy. Like, and I don't know, I just changed my way of thinking with that. And I'm getting to be more comfortable in, in my skin and just, it's just accept this for what it is. And knowing that those bodily changes that I feel insecure about, I eat my butt in my thighs. Yeah. Okay. Because they have slimmed down a little bit, y'all. Not the booty. <laughs> I mean, my, you know, my booty is still here, but it's, it's not as it's not as chunky as it used to be, <laughs> and I and I miss my my big old fat. Right, you just have to do the right workouts. The right. I was about workouts. to say. Yeah. Now you I'm doing, but now that I'm smaller, I have energy to do yoga every day and to work out and do those things. So I'm learning balance right now when it comes to self love and also not being so hard on myself. Yeah. Um, and also with me, my insecurities came with my acne Mm -hmm. um when I was eating like just unhealthy and it was weird when I was eating unhealthy and just eating whatever I wanted whenever I wanted I didn't have any breakouts Mm -hmm. but now that I'm trying to 
eat better, eat cleaner, do detoxes. It's like fucking uh, tic tac toe. <laughs> it's not that bad, but I'm I'm uh, over dramatic. Mm-hmm. But that's what, that's what it feels like. What you say, Shug? I said you're expressive. You're not. Yes, gonna... I'm ex- there right. you go. I don't want to be over dramatic. I'm expressive. Thank you. <laughs> but that's what it feels like to me, tic tac toe. But also, you have to have knowledge too, because people will want to make these good changes for themselves mm-hmm. and not realize the process, the ugly process that they have to go with, go through to yeah. get to the better, the better self. So the first time I detox and I'm breaking out and I'm like, oh my God, I'm hideous. It's my body telling me we're releasing all this shit that's been in us for all these years. We're releasing. That's, that's what's happening. That's why when you um, have been eating meat your whole life and then you just switch to <laughs> vegan cold turkey, you're going to break out. Your body's going to do weird things because you're now giving it the shit that it needs. And now it has to spit out everything that you, uh, put inside of you so knowledge comes with self-love too because if you know what you're working with and if you understand how everything is connected mind body and spirit it's going to make the process easier Mm -hmm. um i will say that for me especially doing shadow work for me finding my flaws finding um you know where it stemmed from um whether it's physical insecurities or mental emotional understanding where it's coming from and also realizing what steps I need to make as an individual to to better them or to change them right because also self-love comes with accountability and nobody likes to be accountable absolutely not who does that (laughs) and I'll speak to self-love um on the mom's side all my mom queens my queen moms out there (laughs) so um your body, I know you guys hear it, but it is true. Your body goes through a lot of changes um, when you are going on your pregnancy journey and after, postpartum, things like that. So when I was pregnant, like when I was my biggest, like at the end of pregnancy, it's like my son just had a growth spurt at, in the last month. <laughs> so I my self-love just was not there. It, it was not there. I didn't feel like my body was my own. I felt like I was just a container for this life that's in me. I felt like that's all I was. Um, I didn't even feel like I was attractive to my husband. I just felt like all he saw was my big belly. Didn't want to do nothing because he just thought, oh, baby, you're fragile. No, no, no. And then after the baby, um, I haven't had too many insecurities um, because I'm, I don't want to say I'm so happy that I'm not pregnant anymore, but on the real, yes, like I'm happy I have my body back to myself. Like I can sleep on my stomach if I want to, I can sleep on my side and I have a little thing kicking me, you know, so, and then when I look at my body, I don't just see this big, huge belly anymore. So yes, I am happy that I am not pregnant anymore and that my self-love is coming back to me because now I feel like my body is my own yes things are different you know um not too many things are different people always ask you know moms that that's always a worry like you know does everything change so for me 
when I asked my husband, that did not change. So you guys don't have to worry about that. But like stretch marks or like um, your breast will change, especially if you're nursing. It's a lot, but you just, so you have to- really- I was about to say, my question to you, Shlee, um, now that you have gone through this, through this miraculous change, talk to us about your self-love rituals or things that you mm-hmm. did for your self-love um, pre-pregnancy, during pregnancy, and now after, and possibly maybe how that has changed after you have had your baby. So pre-pregnancy, I really didn't do much um, with self-love because it, it kind of just, it wasn't a thing that I was really thinking about. Like, yeah, I would do things that I enjoyed, but like self-love in a sense of trying to accept my body and love my body, I didn't really think much into it. Yeah. Um, then when I was pregnant, it was, it had to be something more intentional that I needed to do because I felt myself slipping. I felt myself not feeling attractive. I felt myself not feeling beautiful. So what I would do is I would take a moment, especially if I'm just out of the shower while I was pregnant, I would just stand in the mirror naked and I would just look at my belly. I would just accept it, you know, and tell myself this is not permanent. This is not who I am. This is just what I'm going through in this moment. And it's a beautiful thing because I am creating, I'm, I'm creating the love of my life. Like my son is the love of my life. So I'm creating this person and that's something beautiful and that's something to be proud about. So I would just sit there in the mirror. I would rub on my belly. I would talk to him. He would actually be active like while I'm talking to him and in those moments. And that made me feel even better because I felt like he's feeling my energy. Like I'm calming myself. I'm happy, so he's happy. Yes. And outside of pregnancy for self-love, I try to make sure I dress up every now and then. Especially with being a mom, you're just like, you could care less about what you look like. You need to worry about your child, you know, your house, work. So I was kind of falling to the wayside. So I would try to make sure every now and then I force myself to dress up. Like when we had, um, when Shug was referring earlier to how I was dressed when we had rehearsal, mm-hmm. I had to purposefully make that decision that today I'm going to dress up. People are coming over my house. I'm going to fucking dress up. Right. I'm going to make sure my baby's cute and I'll make sure I'm cute too because I matter as well. Because yeah. I'll have my son in the cutest outfits, make sure his hair is good, all that. And then I'm in pajamas all day. Like, I'm, I'm not matching his fly. You know, I need to match my <laughs> So that was, that would be my self-love. I make sure intentional moments that I'm going to get dressed up. I'm going to put on lashes. I'm going to do my eyebrows. Simple as that, because when you look good, you feel good. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? My, I've discovered through a lot of shadow work that the vast majority of my insecurities regarding my body image, they're, <laughs> how can I say this? Cause I, I feel like my mom is gonna listen to our podcast. Um, I feel like honestly, things that I was inadvertently taught growing up from mm-hmm. my mother, they, they're actually the root of a lot of my body issues. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love my mother. She, she raised us, you know, the best she could as a single mom most of the time. 
Um, but saying things like, oh, don't don't stay out there in the sun too long. You're going to get, you know, crispy black or or things like, oh, don't eat too much. Don't eat too much of that candy because you're going to blow up like a house mm-hmm. or things like even now to this day, like she'll say things like you, you better start back working out more consistent now because when we get older, it's going to get harder. Mm-hmm. And so as a child, you know, growing up, even as a teenager, I didn't realize how those things really affected me mm-hmm. until I got older and I started recognizing or I'll say paying more attention to those insecurities mm-hmm. because I realized that I would compare myself to other people, um, which can be rather, rather unhealthy. Um, but the way that I've been able to overcome it is through self-love. Just speaking those positive affirmations to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, retail therapy was a thing for me until I realized how much I was actually spending. <laughs> Don't go wrong. <laughs> yes, but definitely when you when you look good, you feel good. Yeah, and then taking my body image into my own control Mm -hmm. I feel like that was my main form of self-love I love working out no matter how inconsistent I am I love working out listen get me some some weights um I can listen a combination of weights and cardio I'm so here for it right so here for it um and then also just just doing simple things taking showers for no reason, taking bubble baths for no reason. Even if I am already clean, I just love surrounding myself with water. It just makes me feel so at peace, so feminine. Yeah. And like, sometimes I will, after I moisturize myself, I'll just stand in the mirror naked or either if I'm home alone, I'll walk around in my cute little satin robe or mm-hmm. either I'll buy cute, you know, bra and panty sets. I used to be like, who's going to see them but me? But it doesn't matter for you. Yeah. Right. So you feel you look good, you feel good, and you gain that confidence. Mm-hmm. And so it's and then having having a partner who pours into you as well. Yeah. Even though I don't really need it, I love the fact that he pours into me and tells me how how much he loves the way I look, no matter if I gain weight or I lose weight, he's here for it all. As long as I'm healthy, he doesn't care, basically. But he'll also let me know, and it has not gotten to this point, he'll also let me know if I'm just getting out of control, like, girl, push back. (laughs) He'll tell me. But um, I don't know. Those are are just been my, some of my self-care rituals. Oh, candles. Everyone knows I will burn me a candle down to the nub. Okay, all in the name of self-love. I'm so here for it. Yes. Uh, I really wanted to say, um, just to go back to our cellular reconstruction and stuff like that, that your body really does listen to you. Um, Your body listens to the things that you say. Your body listens or feels to what you put inside of it, whether it's food, whether it's music, whether it's a toxic dick, whether it's... Oh, that, <laughs> that caught me late. I'm sorry, sorry, y'all. Y'all know that I'm. 
Y'all know, I'm going to keep it 100. Listen. Toxic dick, yo. Whether it's toxic dick, you will know. Your body will tell you, right? Because our body tells us these things, okay? So I feel like if our body communicates with it, we need to communicate with our body. Mm-hmm. So even, like, doing things like get going for a massage or massaging yourself, doing those things for yourself, massaging yourself, even when Chick was like, I just put on some lotion. Like that's yeah. letting your body know that you, that you honor it. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if it's you personally giving yourself a facial or something like that, going, taking a, taking a bubble bath, stuff like that. Like yeah. show your body that you care for it. Right. And and I promise you, like, yes, be intentional. The, yeah. Those things really, it all connects, bruh. Yep. From what you put on your face to what oils you use, it it all has a purpose. Do That's your research. You surround yourself with all of Yes. Stuff. Do your research, ladies mm-hmm. and men folks. And men folks. Men need to have yeah. self-love too. Mm-hmm. And also, so I'm glad we're talking about self-love because it definitely ties in just with everything that we talked about today, especially when it comes to uh, friendships and relationships and boundaries right because when we say self-love people automatically go to oh I don't like myself or oh I think this part of me is disgusting but self-love is also you just choosing the right things for yourself in life yeah You, you choosing what boundaries to have you choosing the right tribe to have you choosing what to listen to what team you on? Team Keisha or Team Ashanti? Things like that. Like literally, self love is you choosing yourself over and over and over and over again. And guess what? You don't lose that self love in relationships. No. And that's why some friendships and relationships fail because you're so dependent on the love from the other person, you lost your self love. Right. Codependence. That's a whole nother segment. Whole nother segment. Oh. So in order for everything to work around you, you have to be able to work with yourself, y'all. Right. And we're gonna close close out our show on that. Okay. That was deep. That was a good that was a good sum up. Yeah. I try, you know, I try. <laughs> and we said that we was gonna end at 20 minutes ago. And we it's <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. But Queens, I hope you love us here. I love when we just get into it when we're just chatting like y'all we don't be looking at the time we're really trying to get better with this but exactly today was a great show it was i hope our queens our kings enjoyed this show make sure to um follow and subscribe we're on youtube we're on spotify um we're trying to get on igtv hold tight for that coming soon coming yes but stay tuned for the clips share the clips with your friends Share, 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 like. Y'all, please comment. Let us know your thoughts. Right. You can comment on the page. You can send us DMs. Like, we're here. We want to talk to you all. Okay. Right. And if you want to hear something other than the the feminine perspective, if you're a guy who wants to share your opinion, let us know. Let us know because we legit will talk about anything. Right. Let us know what you want to hear. And we will find some way, somehow, to fit it into an episode. And y'all, business. Y'all, work. are y'all like, are y'all like open yeah. to like having guests? Yeah, sure. yes. 
Yeah, y'all want to be on the show? Hit us in our DMs. Hit us in our- yes. oh, my mom want to be on our show. Ooh, we can, can have we- a mom segment. We can have a mom. I know. Segment. I know. We've talked about it. My mom said she wanted to be on the show. I was like, okay. Maybe we can. Maybe we can save that for our spring season. Yeah. When Mother's Day is around the corner. Oh yeah, it'll be a Mother's Day show. Oh, that's cute. Oh, okay. That'll be cute. She'll be yeah. excited about that. Yes. <laughs> but for now, if you're interested in just talking about any topic that you want. Um, and you want our feedback on it and you want to be on this platform dm us hit us up we would love to have you we're here for you once again and um just thanks for tuning in we love y'all and peace bye everybody